0: I'm here with Sam Coleman, who played Young Hodor, either uh, Young Hodor or Willis, whatever you choose to go with. Um, and we're here at Ball at the Wall in Nashville. And first of all, I'd like to ask you, Sam, what's your convention experience has been like? Like, have you had any big highlights?
1: Well, uh, I mean, every convention, especially for, like, guests, Uh, i feel a little bit weird about using the word celebrity but about with guests i mean we always have the best time because they kind of spoil you rotten um but there there is certainly a difference between the type of conventions like the more uh, i guess commercialized ones the big sort of national international companies that do 400 conventions a month sort of thing they tend to be a little bit more strict a little bit more rigid whereas i really like the sort of family feel and the kind of the vibe of a lot more sort of community and fan based ones. Obviously, you don't get paid as much, but it's not really about that. You know, it's it's uh, you know one big paycheck is fine for me, and then the rest of the time I can come to all sorts of funky places and meet people. But that's the that's the thing I love about the conventions. Uh, I think the first convention I went to I was very. uh I, I had a bit of imposter syndrome because I was like, I shouldn't be here. I'm not. You know, there was there was other people who were bigger than me sitting down the row, and I was like, No, no I understand paying twenty quid for there for their autograph, but paying 20 pounds for me? No, 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 don't do that, please. Don't, don't pay that for my signature. It's just a scribble on a picture of my face. But actually, I really enjoy meeting people and chatting to people, and so I do it for that. Oh, great. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, all right, so you mentioned your first convention. I'm assuming that was in the UK or somewhere like that. What was the first time you came for the US for? When was it? And what were your first impressions?
1: Yeah, so the uh, the first convention I did in the US was also the first time I'd ever been to the US as okay. well. And it was here in Nashville, actually, in this exact same resort. It was for Con of Thrones in uh, 20... That would have been 2017? 2017. 2017, yeah. Years fly by. Gosh, so that was my first ever American convention, yeah. and I was very excited. And I still am very excited yeah. to be <laughs> here. This is my fourth time coming to America now. So, oh. yeah. I've d- I did Con Thrones Nashville, then Con of Thrones Dallas. And then last year I didn't do Con of Thrones, but I went to Chicago oh. Uh actually to the uh watchers in the bar oh, thing to watch know. an episode live so that was fun, yeah, that is fun. Yeah. but now i'm here in nashville <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so let's get a little bit more into the game of thronesy thing so we know you did a version uh well you know, we know you did your own song called hold the door have you ever thought about getting christian Nairn to remake remix it since he's also very musical have you ever considered it would you ask him
1: well i'd, I'd be very privileged if, if he did i mean that that song started as like a, a parody thing um because on set there's a lot of time to kill and i was sort of messing around with sebastian croft who played the young young ned yeah. stark with me as yeah. well not not young ned but the young younger ned uh which he's actually just been nominated for a for a BAFTA award for his role in horrible histories the other day so congrats to him he's doing really well uh but we were just sort of joking about like because we know about the secret nobody else does we could put down like a record where it was like hold the door, hold the door, h- h- hold the door and like release it the day it comes out and everyone would be like oh my god this is amazing and then I sort of was like what if I actually did that and then I started writing it and then it turned into a piano ballad and now I'm like I'm not sure if it's still a parody anymore because it, it almost sounds like a n- normal song um, but if Christian wanted to remix it that would be great I'd never have the guts to ask him because uh, I'd be a bit embarrassed. But oh, I
0: have to tell- tell you when I heard it it sounded like a time travel romance song between uh, between Hodor and Rand. that's what I heard out of it just it doesn't have to be romance but it's strong love uh for sure but so I want to ask you something about your favorite characters but I know that you like Renly so are we good here are you, are you gonna are you gonna come after me it's fine it's fine no hard feelings but uh, other than Renly which I uh, i thought that was surprising but like i can see your points what other characters do you particularly like slash uh would actually want to hang out with
1: oh i feel like T- Tyrion would be a laugh obviously i mean I-, I i kind of like all the characters that george has designed for people to like yeah. which in a way it sounds a bit generic but also it makes sense as well you know uh Tyrion's great uh I'm sure there's others. I've, my brain's just gone blank. But, um, you know, anyone who's not going to kill me, I think, is, is a good start. Littlefinger would be interesting to have, like, a conversation with, like, just because... I mean, I don't like people like that, but they'd be, they're interesting to talk to because yeah. you can hear them trying to manipulate a conversation and yeah. its psychology is a bit... Ooh, lovely. Um, Ramsey would be fun as well. Just, to, just for, you know, like... Everyone wants to talk to a psychopath. You know, everyone wants to do it. I don't know about everyone. <laughs> well, OK. From a safe distance. But I don't know. I don't know all the characters uh, uh yeah all the characters are fun in their own way but uh, tyrian Tyrion would probably be my okay, second cool. answer yeah so
0: do you have anything that you're working on now and if or if not what would be like your dream project dream franchise etc
1: well uh i haven't really done any sort of acting stuff for for a little bit now, really um which is kind of a conscious decision because i wanted to take a break and try other things as well also just because the jobs haven't come up i mean that's the nature of the business uh, if anyone wants to employ me for their film or tv i'll happily happily accept especially if it's in a nice sunny country uh, but uh no i've done lots of other stuff I'm, i was elected in may uh, as a local councillor where i live and so i've been up till 3 a.m in the morning trying to sort out people's bins and things like that which is a completely different kind of uh, thing but it, i enjoy it i'm also doing uh mind reading shows and stuff now um, i'm actually planning a, a uk tour sometime in the next yeah. couple of years to do with that so I, I keep myself busy um far as franchises i'd like to possibly do in the future acting wise i mean anything anything really yeah. <laughs> i'm not picky i'm not picky okay. I, I think they're doing like a lord of the rings tv yeah. series aren't they that would be a natural That's fit cool. i guess i love to do a comedy i always say this I love to do a comedy i've not really done a a proper long form comedy series before. Um,
0: You'd be great, yeah. Yeah,
1: I've, I've done like horror films because people are like, oh, he looks he looks like he's gonna kill people. Actually, I, I think I'm quite a funny guy, not yeah. particularly a malicious guy. I can agree with that. But, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't
0: know. I have to share a story here that proves that you're a funny guy. I was riding the elevator with you. The, I forget if it was the first Kind of Thrones or the second one, and you pressed every single button. Uh, and so we had to stop on every floor and we went all the way to the top and went all the way down. You just just screwed with us so badly and I was dying of laughter. I still think it's quite amusing. But you did some other funny things at Con of Thrones, like dressing up as a dragon. Amazing. I just I just want to bring that up because I think it's super cool. So you also talked you've also talked a bit about um, having not read the books before, but that you purchased them after you got cast and that you had, you know, started. Have you made any progress? Are you on book one, book two? What, what's up?
1: So, um, so yeah, I, I have I have the books. Uh, I say this every time. I have the books. Uh, if I had time to read, um, I, uh, there's probably other things I'd read before them. Uh, they're great books, don't get me wrong. But like when when you do conventions and you're in the show and it's, i've kind of had enough of game of thrones like I, can, I people say it ended too soon but i kind of i'm like i get it i get it i i, I get it it's over now let's move on um, but no i mean at some point if i've got a free moment i'll i'll get past i think i was on chapter five of, of book one so yeah. okay.
0: so getting...
1: but it's just it was at, at that point it was still pretty similar to the tv show as well so that's a bit like, uh, so like uh, i know it diverges know. but then i also know how it diverges because after 200 questions from people about various obscure lore from the books. I feel like I've read the books already, even though I haven't. But, you know, one day, maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm just imagining the kind of questions people ask you. You're like, I have no idea what that means, let alone the answer to that. But OK. Uh-huh. So I, we obviously did our research. And so we did know some of the things you mentioned. But we also learned that you were a poet. Are you still pursuing that? Do you still... We read that you were writing a poem a day. Uh, yeah, update us on your poetry slash, I don't know, tell us a poem. I'm, I'm No pressure.
1: Wow, you've done the digging, haven't you? Um, yeah, I, I did that for quite a while, actually, and I still occasionally write down a bit of poems and stuff. It's, I've, my life's so busy now with being a local councillor, that it's kind of got a bit by the wayside, but I occasionally write down the odd cool rhyme, if I think of it, and things like that. But... Um, yeah, my poetry's always been a casual thing, really. Um, when I was in school, I had a, there was a, a good few months where I was like, I want to be a poet laureate when I'm older. And I entered a load of y- young writers' competitions. I won two awards. That was fun. So I was like, ah, people like my poetry. But then uh, but uh, it comes into everything I do, really, because it goes into any songs and music that I yeah. do and a lot of my like magic and mentalism and mind reading and stuff. Although it doesn't feel like poetry, a lot of the the way you present things and yeah. the way you frame a trick, you have to... It kind of has that poetic sense to it. So, uh, but I, I enjoy writing poetry. I don't really share it much. I should probably share it more. Um, you wanted to hear a poem? Can't think of any that I've written before, but let's, let's, let's create one now. Um, Ball at the Wall in Tennessee. Nashville's the place. It's the place to be. There's lots of people and joy and masks and uh, something, something that rhymes with masks. There we go, thank you. Uh, after a nine hour really flight, did. not too bad, here we go. That was
0: so, that was so beautiful, I'm, I'm gonna cry up. Uh, all right, so we talked about a bunch of things, but I really would like to ask people, what are you into like TV show book-wise? You, you said you don't have a lot of time. You told me what you were watching earlier. Let's hear about what you're, you're watching.
1: Okay, well, let's start with things I really love TV and film-wise. Uh, Good Place, awesome show. Yeah. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, another yeah. awesome show. I, do, I love, like, American trash comedies. Um, <laughs> uh, no, 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 they're not trash, trash comedies, but I, I, as well as those two, I just love, like, American comedy, um, How to Get Away with Murder. Um, yeah. that like, that is American trash TV, yeah, uh, but but like, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's this kind of stuff you can switch your brain off and enjoy yeah. a bit of, like, Annalise Keating and, uh, well, Viola Davis is a legend, but um what else do i watch all sorts uh but i can't think of a single one of them no there's lots of stuff i watch and uh i don't do enough films i only tend to watch films when i'm on a plane or if it comes up on telly Uh, i watched somebody's moving chairs Uh, i watched uh spider-man the latest spider-man on the plane on the way over oh no No, the one after that far from home i saw into spider-verse actually that was good but Far From of Home, I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed it. It was quite fun, actually, on the plane. I don't really watch much films. I'm, I, just, I just caught up on Schitt's Creek. I've just started watching that. Someone recommended it to me, and that's funny. Uh, the Politician, there we go. There's a show that's just coming to my head, Ben Platt. That's an awesome show. Really enjoyed that. I love the aesthetic of it. I just watch weird stuff, and anything on Netflix, I tend to watch it. Orange is the New Black, watch that. Good final season. Yeah, really good. Uh, really strong. But I, I, I like just generic TV programs.
0: those don't sound super generic to me those a lot of those i do watch actually and the politician is on my list um so you've gotten into a bit about the filming process um uh, for game of thrones specifically and like who you interacted with but you ha- i haven't heard you mention this did you interact much with uh max von Sydow on set uh
1: we didn't really uh talk too much because max is quite old now and uh so he was very much he kept to himself and his wife which is fine uh, we weren't expecting him to come down to the clubs with us or anything uh, in the evening <laughs> bless him um but no but max was lovely i mean i did i did get a chat to him briefly and he's a very nice man uh he's exactly how he sounds in the films uh i, I always had this image because obviously in the in the tv show i mean, he's always like i he talks like this and i was just imagining that when the cameras stop he's like right let's go for some from fish and chips or something you know but uh, no, he's, he's properly like that, and he's a really nice guy. Really nice guy. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: I think we've only got a question or two left, so we can get this party started. I wanted to know, what's the process you went through in costuming? Like, you know, like show like Game of Thrones. They, I, There's a certain aesthetic they have to meet. Do you have any any say at all? Like, Yeah, I doubt it, but what's the process?
1: Well, I, I can kind of crowbar in a story that I usually tell when people... Yeah. Talk to me about Game of Thrones, which is the the first, uh, before I did the actual filming, I went over to Belfast for a day for what they call a screen test, okay. which is where they get all the actors that they've cast. They put them in their costumes. They do their hair and makeup. How they are going to do it? And they put them in front of the camera to see how they're going to look yeah. and to check it's the right mix of people. And then if they, if it's not the right mix, they say, sorry, mate, you ain't got the job anymore. Get lost. But no, they kept me. But uh, so that's so why I went on to the screen test. And at the time, uh, all I knew was that I was playing the part of uh, large stable boy i think they called it um i was excited to be the large stable boy in game of Thrones. don't get me wrong i was yes. i was i was very excited but uh i went there and uh went into costume and the lady was measuring my stable boy costume and i was like this is fun you know and boots and they're like would you be okay with leg wraps and i'm like oh yeah that sounds all right yeah leg wraps that sounds cool and we, they were like wrapped some cloth around my boot actually i wish i'd said no now because they kept falling off <laughs> Throughout the filming process, it was quite uh, an ordeal. Uh, you know, well, these are the trousers. Which which color would you prefer? And they asked me all of questions. You get lots of choices. And then she goes, uh, I think I think the older Hodor wears wears a, a waistcoat a bit like this. And I'm like, what? Say what now? It was like a proper comedy moment where you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. wait, what? And, and then I had that moment where I was like, I, do I tell her that she's got the wrong person? Uh, and then because I'm so British, I didn't want to like, make her feel embarrassed i was like oh god she's gonna be so embarrassed Someone like, somebody else will sort this out this is fine i'll just go along with it perhaps she's got the wrong person um so, but i just went along with it and then i went to hair and makeup and then i went to the script room and everyone was just talking to me as if i knew that i was playing the young hodor yeah. and so halfway through the day i sort of i think i said to jeremy who who directed one well, of yeah. the first episode i was in and i sort of said uh, so am i playing the younger version of Hodor?" he was like yeah did no one tell you and i'm like no so that was that was a big revelation but yeah, the costume was was nice and comfy comfy actually uh not too many layers sort of just big baggy stable boy clothes you know uh, i was quite lucky in that way
0: that's actually a lot more input than i thought you would have had on it just in terms of you know yeah i would not have expected that I, so that's interesting um was it were your clothes were you clothes warm or cold like Quite warm, quite warm. Yeah, warm. Just, just idly curious. Um, hello. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, keep talking. Okay, good. Like we're actually interviewing. Um, so, um, last question. I gotta make it count here. God, last one. Um. Alright, um in your whole career, who's the actor or actress who's given you the best advice? Yeah, what was it? Like I know it's a it's a hard one. Yeah, hold the table for like Yeah, hold the table.
1: Okay. Um I'm just trying to have a thing because I know might
0: have been a professor
1: There is there is no there is there is. I think it was I think it was David Morrissey. Okay. The actor. David Morrissey, do you know? I think he's in Britannia yeah. and a few other things, yeah. Britannica or what is it? I, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. He's he's in a lot of stuff. I think he was in Game of Thrones as well. He was in The Walking Dead, I think, okay. uh, as yeah. well. He's in a lot of shows. Yeah. Um, but I met him at a convention once, uh, and I can't remember exactly what he said. Uh, but it resonated with me, which is a really weird thing to say, because yeah. you're like, if it resonated, with you surely you'd remember it. But no, it was it, okay. was, it was it was it was basically just a compliment about like cause he'd seen my show. he'd like yeah. my work and to carry on doing it and to keep, just keep going and keep pushing on that I've got, you know, and it was just a really nice motivational yeah. thing. And that really, that was at a time when I was starting to get a bit of sort of con fatigue. I was a bit like, okay. I'm not sure if I want to do many more of these, I kind of, I've had my con fits I want to yeah. sort of do something else now, yeah. but it, that sort of inspired me to keep going and to get, keep doing acting stuff and that. So that was inspiring, yeah. I guess. David Morrissey, great yeah. guy. Well, I mean, so many great people at conventions and various things that, I'm full of inspiration.
0: (laughs) All right, Sam, thank you so much. Uh, It was so great to have you on. And I also just want to give a shout out to you, you know, doing work with city council, because I really do think that's really amazing for anyone to get involved in politics, but especially young people. And so to anyone watching, you know, take inspiration from from this young man. All right. (laughs) All right, thank you.